Okay, we're we're recording. All right, what? take two. Hey, hey. <laughs> Hey, 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 I'm Steph. And I'm KB. And And we we are Activate Podcast. We are two Jesus-loving mamas who may cuss a little. This podcast is our passion. Get ready to tag along through the ups and downs of our crazy lives. We're going to bring you guests that will inspire and encourage you to grow in your health and in your faith. We will talk about parenting, relationships, fitness, and nutrition. We will bring you the latest fashion tips and share all of our favorite things. Our goal with this podcast is to bring you some laughs and relatable, inspiring content that will encourage you to activate your life. Good morning, good morning. Oh, good morning. <laughs> oh, it's it is morning. <laughs> it is, but that's just weird. We don't usually I don't know why. I don't feel like we've I, ever started a podcast with good morning, good morning. No, it's always hey, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah. Well, good morning. Happy March. Happy March. And it is not March when you guys are hearing this, but it is March 1st. So Well, it will be March when they hear it, but but not March 1st. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> so today, yes. tell them the good news. So, so today is the day we all started 75 hard. So uh, here we go. Like I'm, I'm 76 ounces of water in. I'm feeling good about that. Um, yeah, Jonathan got up and did his, he was up at five, did his workout. He was grumpy with me last night. Cause he's like, like, I need something good to eat before tomorrow when my life, you know, and I'm like, listen, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be like that. You can just eat good, healthy food. It's not a diet. And I think he's so used to like low carb. And I'm like, no, we're yeah. not going to do that. You're not going to eat low carb. You're just going to eat healthy food. <laughs> so anyway, I heard him out there like 1030 last night eating a bowl of cereal, probably like, you know, really <laughs> indulging and loving that bowl of cereal. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm feeling good. And I think it's so cool that you got our whole team on board. I was like, listen, I feel like people are <laughs> we had go- a, We had a mini fight. We, had we, a did, mini we fight. did. We did. I, I, I made Steph mad very early in the morning. It was not a good morning. Um, she was irritated with me because she said, you know what, whenever I'm happy about something, you're not. And then I'm not happy. <laughs> I said, well, I'm not excited anymore. That's right. That's right. And I was like, you know what, listen, we're going to both go work out and we're going to come back to this conversation and then it's all going to be okay. And it was, we don't, we don't really have those. No, we <laughs> don't. but so, okay. So I mentioned to Steph, so Amanda, my best friend, Amanda has been doing this. She's, she's incredible. And maybe, maybe we could even have her on sometime to tell her story yeah. because she has done it through such adversity now. Um, but so we were inspired by her and for, for Jonathan and I, it's something that, you know, a common goal we can work toward. It helps us to spend some time together. I'm hoping that, you know, second workout is something that we do together. Asher's on board. He's going to do 75 soft (laughs) and Steph. So Steph's like, we got to get our team to do this. I'm like, Oh man, that's a big ask. Like, I don't know if people are going to want to do that. And like, like our whole team is jumped on board doing it. So that's so exciting. And I just can't wait to see, you know, the growth in everyone. So so yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yay. Awesome. All right. And today we have a very special guest. So I'm going to introduce her really quickly. Beth Vasquez. Um, we have been so lucky. I've been so blessed to just form this great relationship with her online. I swear like some of my like most supportive and biggest cheerleaders, women in Christ, like the people that you know, that you meet sometimes on the internet. It's just so incredible. So she is a wife, boy, mom, Christian mompreneur and founder of Recess and Results. Beth helps moms get paid to play with their own kids and change the world for God's glory as they do. Beth has been featured in Entrepreneur, 
Oprah Magazine, Authority Magazine, and a um, contestant on season five of Entrepreneur's Elevator Pitch. While Beth believes she is living her own God-sized dream, it is not without difficulties. An anxiety overcomer, Beth understands how important total wellness is to achieving all God has called you to do. Her signature strong, not shaken wellness system shapes strong mompreneurs mentally, physically, and spiritually, allowing you to step into God's power as you go after your own God-sized dreams. So it is my pleasure to welcome Beth. Beth, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here today. Hello. Thank you for having me. It's such an honor to be here. And I know, Steph, I feel like I've known you forever. Like my whole <laughs> life, I don't even know when we met or, you know, like how that, that whole conversation started. But yeah, it's awesome. The power of social media and how it connects people with, you know, just similar passions and, and definitely Christian values. You know, it's been such a blessing. Absolutely. And every time I hear it's like Kristen always says that my laugh is her favorite thing. You're mm. like one of my favorite voices to hear. I ah. love that we always like use message like voice messenger like yeah. you just make me happy. Like as soon as you speak, I'm like, oh I I feel so happy. Oh, that's <laughs> such a compliment. You just made my whole day. Oh well good. Um, but yeah, I was actually just thinking that I'm like, I don't even know how or when it started. And I, I feel like we could probably trace back, but um, it's just been so awesome just getting to know you and watch you over the years and like supporting and cheering each other on. It's all about, you know, like you say, wellness and what you're putting into your body, your mind. Yeah. And I love how you share along the way. So let's just jump in and tell us more about you and we'll just kind of go from there. Yeah. So I'll share a little bit of my, my testimony or my story. Um, so I grew up like on a farm in Nebraska, right? Way back when I grew up on a farm and I feel like, um, I loved it, right? Like I had such a great experience. I learned hard work ethic and without knowing it at that point, I was blessed because I was eating like organic and fresh, yeah. you know, farm raised stuff without even knowing then that it was such a good thing, right? Yeah. So I was blessed to have that sort of strong foundation and also blessed that my parents raised us in church. So I knew Jesus, you know, from the day that I was born and um, we went to church every Sunday. I saw my parents with that faith. And even um, we didn't have a, a lot, like we weren't super well off, but yeah. I saw my parents tithing all the time and just the importance of that. Um you know, sort of giving. And it was, it really stuck with me through life. But one of the things that I realized growing up in church is that although I learned all of the things about religion and I learned that Jesus loves me and that he saved me, I didn't learn the importance of a relationship with Jesus. Oh, yeah. And it's a game changer, right? It's such a game changer. And I think sometimes, you know, for me growing up in a small town, I've also realized that I had dreams that were bigger than maybe um, what my upbringing was. And a lot of times people didn't understand that. So it was kind of laughed off or like, oh, she's crazy. You know, like, what? Yeah. what? That's another one of her crazy ideas, you know? And so it was sort of freeing to move away and go to college and just like learn more about yourself. Um, but in that time of my life, I would say, again, I didn't have a relationship with Jesus. And while I was pursuing education for wellness, I didn't necessarily treat my body that well. I did a lot of partying, you know, through that <laughs> season of my life, a lot of partying. We can relate. We can relate. <laughs> Mid Midwest girls gone wild. Yes. Yes. 
small town girl, loves yep. the big city, you know, yep. and um, I made a lot of bad choices during that time of my life. And I think it kind of all caught up with me eventually and turned into anxiety it, yes. for me. Yeah. And paralyzing anxiety at some points. And it was sort of a shock to me because I was like, wait, I'm carefree. I YOLO, you know, like I'm, <laughs> I'm here for it. Like, let's do all the things, you know? And so it was kind of a shock to me when all of a sudden I was like, I don't want to get on a plane. Like I can't fly. I'm super scared of flying. Mm. You know, it showed up in really weird sort of yeah. areas of my life that before I would have no problem with. And what I realize now is that it was God really calling me back to him, you know, and really just pulling me and and kind of using that time, you know, as a way to say, my child, like, what are you doing? <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> this is not what I called you to, you know, for your life. And obviously it wasn't an overnight switch <laughs> that made me realize that. Um, but I've come to realize that while anxiety is something that none of us love, right, yeah. and that a lot of us can relate to, um, it's also something that I've kind of learned to make peace with and like, okay, when I'm feeling that, God, what is it that you're trying to tell me? Why do you need my attention? You know, like, have I drifted away? I see hmm. you pulling me back. Like, okay, I'm listening. You know, I'm listening. Mm -hmm. Speak to me. Yeah. And that the whole blow up kind of led to this this time in my life where I felt like I lost everything. I was in a terrible relationship, a terrible relationship. Um, and that ended. I had really didn't have a lot of friends because of that relationship at this point in my life. Um, I had lost a job that I didn't really love anyway and wasn't what yeah. I should be doing. But I just felt so like I had lost everything, like I was down to nothing. And I remember... It was the first time in my life where I was like, am I depressed? Like, do, am I depressed? I'm not a depressed person. I'm always very positive. Like, toxic positivity is me. <laughs> like, so it was very strange for me. And I remember laying in my, my room one day and just crying in my bed and just like, okay, God, like, I need you. You know, like, what am I doing? Where is my life going? And, His favorite um, words to hear. Right? <laughs> And I remember I looked over at the wall and like I saw the sun shone just like beautifully into my room and it created a cross on the wall. Wow. And I just remember being like, okay, you know, like you're here with me. It makes me teary still because it was such a profound moment in my life that I just remember mm -hmm. God's presence so pure and so just real and there with me. And like, okay, I have to, I have to live my life differently, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, that's when my relationship with God really got started and, and changed my life. I love that. So yeah, how old too. were you when that happened? Were you still in college? I was like 28, 28. Cool. So now I was out of college, not quite into my thirties. Right. But like, yeah, I was out of college into my young professional career. I was living in West Palm beach at the time. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's powerful. One of the, the hardest times of my life and also the best, right? Yeah, because yeah. it was really just such a turning point. Um, and it's just, you know, it just gets better and better. The relationship with, with Jesus and what he's able to do in your life just gets better and better from there. So after that, I, I started going back to church. You know, I, I really learned how to deal with my anxiety. I learned what it was. 
I prayed a lot about it. Um, and then I met my, my forever boo, my husband and, <laughs> and things just, you know, started rolling from there. Awesome. And I think we can relate obviously with the anxiety portion and so many of our listeners. And so do you mind sharing? I know some of the things that you do. I love that you have your sheets every morning that you go over yeah. and things like that. Could you share that? I think that would be so helpful. And has that evolved over time? Like, did it start with you did a certain thing and now you do a different thing? Um, yeah. How, how do you do that? Yeah. What really started for me was it was a life-changing Bible study that I was a part of with a group of girls um, called the 40-Day Prayer Challenge. Draw the circle, the 40-Day mm. Prayer Challenge. So there's like a book, but then there's also a prayer challenge that goes with it. And it was during that prayer challenge that I heard the voice of God for the first time and really just like grew closer to Him. Um, and it was so, so powerful. I remember in that prayer challenge, we were trying to get pregnant. My husband and I were trying to have a baby and it was a struggle for us. And we were doing the ovulation sticks and the whole thing, which also causes anxiety, right? So <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I can't with all this. It's making me crazy. And um, yeah. finally, we just, we prayed and I was like, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. If it's God's will, it's his will. And we prayed and we were also going through foster parent training at the same time. And I remember going to sleep one night um, and waking up, I, I woke up and I just had this overwhelming sense of peace. And I had had this dream and it was not like super profound. It was a very simple dream. I was putting two kids in the car. So I had like mm. one kid on my hip and I was putting a boy in a car seat and I woke mm. up and I remember telling my husband, like, we're going to have two, two babies. We don't have to worry about it anymore. Like that's oh, it. And wow. it was just so peaceful and convicting and like, I remember that I would ask people, people would say to me before that, like, oh yeah, God told me this or God yeah. promised me this. And I would yeah. be like, okay, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, are you sure that was God? Are you sure? And I, at that moment I was like, oh, that's how they know. Like you, it's just this feeling, you know, like you just know it's this peace that passes all understanding. Mm -hmm. It cannot be explained. And I just remember like, that was the light bulb moment. Like, yeah, I just know, super convicted. Um, so that Bible study was the first thing. And then from there I heard God. And so I would pray and he told me and kind of downloaded this system for me, which has become the strong, not shaken system in like how to stay free from anxiety, how to stay close to him, right? And how to walk in his power and not rely on yourself and your own strength because it's never gonna be enough. Mm. And yeah. so one of the things is the devotions we are the affirmations that I read every morning. So in the Strong Not Shaken program, we talk about talk and what are you listening to? Are you listening yeah. to trash talk? Or are you listening to truth talk? And if there's too much trash, it creates anxiety and you need to replace that with the truth of God's word and God's promises. And when you pray and when you have that relationship with him, He'll give you the promises that are specific for you. And those are the things that I read every morning. It's so awesome that that is the, um, the Bible study that you went through because I've read the circle maker and yeah. we were just on this incentive trip last weekend and all of the, a number of the ladies were going through this, this study, you know, or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, which one are you doing? And they all just hands down, they were like, draw the circle. Yeah. Like you have to go through, draw the circle. You and so to. how crazy is that? And then like our last guest was just, you know, he's with Heartland Foods and 
talking about, you know, I was saying how, yeah, I was from Wisconsin and I loved meat and we bought our cow, cow from our neighbor. So it's kind of just yeah. like all of these things now too. Yeah. Like, okay, well, that's not coincidence. That's bad. <laughs> and I think a lot of people, we specifically love having guests on t- telling their testimony because we've had a lot of women reaching out to Kristen and I both re- very recently. Um, Cause we talk a lot about Jesus, obviously, and yeah. just kind of being like, well, how do you know, or how do you go- get yeah. into this journey? How, you know, and so this is so helpful to share. Um, yeah. Do you mind sharing some of your um, affirmations? Yeah. So specifically God promised, and this is not a Bible verse, but he promised me you will live a long and prosperous life. And this is so like heartfelt for me because I'm a little bit of a hypochondriac. <laughs> so like every little physical symptom can trigger anxiety for me. You know, Steph, because I, I know. told you. <laughs> like what herbs can I take from it? Um, Are you so, sure this is okay? Because I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I overthink all of that. And so that was, and I was praying about that to God one day, just like, take this from me. I know this is not from mm-hmm. you. This is the enemy trying to hold me back, trying to deter me, yeah. distract me, you know? And he was like, Beth, you will live a long and prosperous life. You are strong enough to do all the things that I have called you to do. And just remembering that every day is super important for me. Um, also, you are like a tree planted by streams of water who bears fruit in its season. His leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. The devil is the father of lies and all that is false. Jesus is truth, right? Jesus came that you might enjoy life and have it abundant. Mm-hmm. Um, and blessed is she who believes that God will fulfill his promises to her. And just remembering that, like, God has made personal promises to me. It's it's the promises of the Bible, yes, but he promised me two boys, and here they are, alive mm-hmm. and breathing and healthy and happy. And, you know, I see those promises in my life, and it's it's little things like that. I remember, too, like, praying about money at one point in our marriage, and specifically, like, God just $10,000. We need $10,000. And then my husband lost his job. And I was like, well, that's the opposite of what we were praying for. Right. But then he got a severance check that was $10,000. And I was like, okay, you know, like he's working all things out and just remembering that. And literally I write it down. I keep a notebook of like, here are all of the times that God has answered a prayer. I remember one time dropping my son off at school and feeling so bad because he was nervous for a test and I couldn't be there with him. Like I couldn't be there to help calm his nerves. And I remember praying for him and God just saying, but I'm always with him. I'm always with him, you know, and reminding me of that. And when he got in the car after school that day, I was like, how was the test? And he was like, oh, it was so good. I was nervous, but I prayed before and God helped me. And I, you know, he, he reminded me of this. And I was like, just those moments, you know, those little things of God reminding you. And sometimes I'll feel like it's a silly thing to pray for or a silly thing to ask. And then he shows up and reminds me that it's not, that his promises are so personal to us, you know? I, I love that you say... Like, so your first affirmation, I love that because it is a personal promise to you from God. You said it's not a Bible verse. It's just something that God promised me. And I think I used to get really stuck even not too long ago. This was just one of my assignments in my counseling recently was that like, so I would get stuck on the fact that, well, he promises that to everyone. Like, I'm not special. It's like, that's just for everyone, right? We're all that. So what sets me apart, right? And so I had to really dig into that in my assignment. Like, 
three things. And then he had me actually like make a, you know, like a vision board with these three things that God says specifically about me. And that helps so much in your, you know, growing closer to him because it's like, oh, it's specific. It's for me. He gave this to me. This is not for everybody. He says, you know, things about all of us, but he does have a specific and, you know, unique and close relationship just with me. That's different than everybody else's. Yeah. Amen. And sometimes, you know, when God gives me those promises, obviously for me, that's it. But sometimes he'll give me a Bible verse too. And mm-hmm. then I know that that, that word is for me and I'll yeah. change it to say, I am like a tree planted yeah. by streams of water. Mm-hmm. Whatever I do will prosper. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I love that. nothing is impossible with God. Mm-hmm. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength and mm-hmm. just like replacing it with that's for me. You know, God is speaking that to me in this moment. And so he knows that I need this message for this specific time for whatever he has planned ahead, you know, for me to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I have a question kind of for both of you, cause I read the Bible ish. <laughs> I'm really good at my devotional and stuff like that. And I think this yeah. is a question maybe that a lot of women do have. Um, you know, like, do you, well, Kristen obviously read the Bible in a year, um, things like that. But when you sit down in the morning and know that like specifically he told you this, are you literally opening your Bible and just opening the Bible, turning it to a page? Yeah, that's such a great question. So I have learned also that, um, prayer is a two-way communication, right? And I think sometimes we forget to stop to listen for what God has to say to us. So we're praying, we're praying, we're praying, praying, or we're reading our devotional and we're going through the things, but we forget to have that, that period of silence. That's just like, you know, speak Lord, your servant is listening or, okay, God, I'm here. Like, what do you have for me today? And that has been a game changer. And I think it depends on the day, right? So like some days, yeah, I'll, I'll sit in silence, I'll do my affirmations and then I'll sit in silence and God will say, you know, grab your Bible. So I do and I open it and and I know that that word is from him. Or sometimes it's a reminder to reflect on all of the things that I have that I've done for you already. I think of that song like I've seen the evidence of your goodness all oh, over yeah. my life. And that's that song just like strikes such a chord like it touches my soul because it's yeah, so true. true. And there are days that I just need to be reminded of that, you know, like I, I have such little faith, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like he's shown up all these times. He's moved mountains in my life. Of course he will move them again. I know that he can do it again, you know? Um, and sometimes it's, you know, do your devotion. Sometimes it's nothing. I don't hear anything. And so then I just move to my devotion and wait for him yeah. to speak, you know? I love that. And I think for me, you know, like I was sharing about having that dream and it was like Psalm three, Psalm three. I don't know why I was dreaming about Psalm three, but I knew when I woke up, I kept telling myself, you got to, you got to remember this. I know you're sleeping, but you have to remember (laughs) Psalm three. And then before that, it was like, you know, I'm so, um, like just digging into like trying to make my marriage the best that it can be. And I kept Ephesians five, Ephesians five, Ephesians five kept coming up. It would come up in a podcast. It would come up in a book that I was reading. And so I'm like, okay, I want to go there. Or sometimes it's even like a favorite song. Like I want to know where those lyrics come from. Right. So then you can just like Google that and then go to that part of the Bible and and read that. So that's a couple of things that I do. That's awesome. Cause for me, you know, that worship is so huge. And I think maybe not that I'm scared to go to the Bible, but I think, you know, for me, I'm like, oh, 
so many people just know the verses and they know the Psalm three and you know, whatever. And I'm like, I don't know anything but Proverbs. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't know what I would go to. So um, I think that that's super helpful. And I'm just thinking of like some of the specific people that have asked me, you know, like, well, what do I do? You know? Um, so that's super helpful too. Yeah. Tell us about the boys. Tell us about your boys. Oh, my boys are living, breathing miracles. I mean, my, so I have endometriosis. I struggle with endometriosis. I have, I was diagnosed officially when I was 24, but had it for as always, as long as I can remember them, it's in my family. Yeah. Um, and my doctors would always tell me like, okay, if you want to try to have kids, you know, let's do it now. And I'm like, I'm 24, like going to parties <laughs> every day. I'm like, you know, we should like, wait for the husband. Yeah, that's not on my agenda. Um, and then when it was on my agenda, all of a sudden I got really scared because like it wasn't happening and all those mm-hmm. voices, lies, you know, were ringing in my head. And I was like, oh, like it really hit me that it might actually not happen, you know? Mm-hmm. And so then I had the dream, which was just God's promise, you know, again in my life. And I have two healthy boys. And after my first son was born, I had to have a C-section. Mm-hmm. Um, and my doctor was like, like Beth, whoa, I have no idea how that happened. Your endometriosis is so bad. They were like, she's like, we took some biopsy because I want to make sure it's nothing else. Like there's a lot going on there. Um, but you know, baby's healthy and you're going to, you're going to recover and whatever. So it was just again, confirmation of like, wow, this never, she's like, I have no idea how you got pregnant. This never should have happened. And there's only one answer. (laughs) God is bigger than science. That's what I told her. I was like, God is bigger than science. And so when I look at my boy and then I got pregnant again, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. So when I look at my boys, I literally just see, I just see God's promise, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's just such a reminder. And I love that they know God so well. Mm -hmm. They have a relationship with Jesus that I never knew when I was that age. And when I look at them, it just, Like God has said to me, I've prayed over them and prayed over them because this world is crazy. And as moms were like, you know, oh my, am I even doing the right thing bringing kids into this world? Right. Yes. Yes. And I've prayed and boys, we need strong, strong leaders and godly men. And I've prayed over them. And God has literally said to me, Beth, your boys are prophets of this time. They are made Mm. for this. And I'm just like. Okay. That's not pressure at all. Yeah. Like, so (laughs) help me raise them, you know, like train them up. But I look at them and of course they're boys. So they have their, you know, they have all, they do all their boy things. But, um, I just look at them and I just know that God has such great plans for them. And I'm just so happy that they Mm -hmm. have that relationship. They hear the voice of God. They can hear God speak. We have that silent time after devotion and bedtime prayers every night. And sometimes God speaks to them and sometimes he doesn't. Um, But they know when he does and they talk about it. And it just makes me so happy. And a lot of times the message that he's giving them is for me, right? Or (laughs) for our family. And it's just, again, such a reminder of of the importance of family, you know, and the gifts that God gives us. Yeah. One thing that really just warms my heart is, you know, through our separation and everything, AJ was far from Christ. You know, he didn't want to pray anymore. And, yeah, um, you know, to try to not pry into why and all of that stuff, you know, it just kind of worked itself out. But um, Kristen has heard him. He, this little boy can recite like 
20 minutes of verse. It is unbelievable. Um, His teacher has him come in front of the class, like all of the time. And it's just like, oh my God, thank you, God. Like, amen. Yeah. Thank you so much. And I feel like I learned so much even from him, you know? I'm like, wow, buddy, how incredible, you know? Um, So that is so cool to see. And that gave me chills when you said that, you know? Yeah. It's so funny, the littlest thing. So, yes, I told you I'm a hypochondriac and um, self proclaimed. I'm not actually diagnosed with that. (laughs) I am a hypochondriac. And you're not that bad. You are not. My son fell the other day and he hit his, because he's a boy, right? He hit his teeth on the tile floor. And I was like, oh man, like, I don't want him to have black teeth. It's bleeding everywhere. He's freaking (laughs) out. And I'm like, okay, let's take a picture, you know, send it to the dentist or the doctor or whatever. And he literally says to me, mom, you can pray to Jesus. You don't always have to call the doctor. (laughs) I'm like, okay. Oh, it was not a word from God. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's amazing. What a, what a great reminder just now, even. Right? Right? Yeah, yes. I love that. I back yeah. to you said something. So there was something circulating, you know, on social media a while back. And, you know, I don't know which um, crazy thing that happened in the world that made it come around, but yeah. just like that, our children were made for right now. Like you don't have to worry about your children because God knew exactly the perfect time to bring them into the world. And they were, they're here for a reason and they have a purpose in this exact state of the world. And, you know, you are the exact mom that they're supposed to have. Yeah. You're not going to, you can't screw them up. Well, you probably could. (laughs) (laughs) But the other thing is what you said too, reminded me like, you know, we go through so much And I don't know very many people that would say, well, I would want to take that back because when we Mm -hmm. go through all of the things that we go through, it makes us the people that we are, you know, today or in the future or whatever. And I think that, you know, all of the hardships are just part of the plan. Yeah. Amen. And praise God for the hardships. Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. That's a gift as a believer because a non-believer would not have that same thought and perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I love to just saying once you had that dream, you were freed of that anxiety of not having children. And, you know, I I obviously work with a lot of people with infertility and, um, you know, it, it kind of is that like once either they just have given up or they've just let go of the stress of it all and then they've incorporated some new things and, you know, all of a sudden here, you know, here they are. And so it's easier said than done, obviously, but if, if you can believe and and trust, um, I think that's, that's important. So that's so cool. I love that you're hearing so much from him because I also think that we do all see those little things. Um, well, not all of us, I think, I think it's a gift to be able to see it and, or hear it or, you know, whatever, um, and be willing and open to that. Yeah. And like I said, I used to think people were crazy, you know, like they would say, Oh, I I heard this from God or God showed me this or God told me to do that. And I'm like, yeah, okay. You know, like, how do you know that was really God? How is it? You know, are you just saying that? Cause it sounds cool, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And I think, you know, it's interesting when I heard, when I had that dream, I prayed, I was like, God, let me hear you more. Like, let me hear your voice. I want, I want to hear your promises. I want to be guided by you, you know, and a lot of that comes with surrender, you know, yes. and um, 
we don't like to surrender. <laughs> you know, we, I'm a control <laughs> freak. We like to be in control of I what's happening. I have no idea what you're talking about now. Right? <laughs> and I think when you're in that state of like wanting constant control, then yeah, it's harder to hear God's voice. You know, you really have to surrender yeah. and make space for it. Yeah. And, and time for yeah, it. Yeah, sit in, yeah. in quiet. How often, I bet, you know, think about a, an, a day in your life. How often do you sit and just sit in the quiet and wait to yeah. hear from him? Like we don't do that. It's we're all on our phone or, you know, there's yeah. always something like I like, I eat lunch and I like set up my phone in front of me and put on my stories. <laughs> and I like, I don't ever, we're so used to just constant stimulation that I don't think, I mean, he's probably talking all the time and we just don't take the time to sit still enough and be quiet enough to hear him. Yeah, yeah. until something major happens, mm -hmm. right? And it makes us slow yeah. down. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, society talks a lot about self-care for that reason, right? That we're always mm -hmm. so go, go, go. And and everybody's overwhelmed and stressed out and dealing with anxiety and all of these things. And so we talk about self-care, um, which for me just made me feel selfish. <laughs> like, yeah. It didn't really help, you know, like that idea of self-care, I had to kind of change it around. Like when I was praying to God and asking him to give me like, what will keep me strong? I want to feel my strongest. I want mm. to be strong enough to chase these dreams that you've placed on my heart. I want to feel strong for my family, you know, mentally, physically, and spiritually, like what will keep me strong? And, um, he told, so talk, you know, pay attention to truth versus talk trash and then also soul care. So thinking mm. of it as like taking care of your soul, like this is me, the place that I meet you, you know, take care of your soul, have that quiet time, make sure you get enough sleep, right? Have silence, make sure you get enough sleep. And this is the other thing that really like kind of rocked my world was honor the Sabbath. Like those mm. three components are so important to soul care. And yeah. I remember my dad modeled this for us so brilliantly growing up. He was a farmer and he worked hard. He also had his own business on the side, selling seeds to other farmers. Aww. But on Sundays, he never worked. He never worked. We went to church. We had a big lunch at home and he relaxed, you know, like never worked. And we didn't talk about the fact that it was because mm -hmm. God commands yeah. us to rest on the Sabbath, right? But he modeled it for us. And it was just so, something lost in my hustle mentality, mm -hmm. you know? And taking that day to literally shut down is a game changer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A game changer. Rest I is productive. I keep hearing that over and over. Rest is productive and spending more time with God is productive. That's Did you awesome. hear that? Steph, I need you to write on a piece of paper. Rest <laughs> is Did you productive. see me getting a little nervous? <laughs> She's sweating. <laughs> there was I'm like, oh. yeah, I'm but it's so true. There was this quote by, I think it was Martin Luther. Don't, don't take me like 100%. I think it was Martin Luther King that said, I have so much to do. I will spend the first three hours in prayer. And it just like always sticks in me. Like when I'm like, Oh, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. You know, mm. I, I gotta like, okay, devotion time is going to be short today. Cause I got to get to this. Yeah. And we're all guilty of that. Right. And then these reminders pop in my mind. I think right. it's so if we really sat down and thought about how many of, you know, the rules or the commandments or that, you know, what God tells us to do, how much we sort of 
have conformed to just like, well, everyone does that, or this is what like yeah. is, or whatever. Or, like he knows, like we're all doing it, right? The like, world's different now. The, the world is different now. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. I think that. I mean, I can think of so many examples of ways that we just yeah. kind of like, oh, that's not really how we do things these days, right? Yeah. <laughs> I heard the coolest thing. Um, so I've been complaining about how I don't have XM radio. However, I listened to the Joy FM <laughs> um, and and they were just saying that 3%, it takes 3% of any group. So a team, a church, a community, you know, whatever. It takes 3% to change the trajectory. So, you know, whether wow. that is being the beacon of light or whether that is bringing the house, <laughs> bringing the house down, right? Like, it's, yeah. It seems like, oh gosh, only 3%, but like how powerful yeah. just the 3% can be. And so that was something really cool that stood with me this week. And, um, and, and as we just said, like our whole entire team has committed to doing the 75 hard. Uh, yesterday was end of month for us. We just had this unbelievable day and, and, and some of, not some of them, all of the ladies just like in our chat and the whole entire day you know, of just like bringing this light. And the very first things that were said was like, okay, you guys just take some time to pray over today. And like his promise was like, holy cow, you know, but then what happened for me was this morning, I woke up with this kind of crippling anxiety and, um, and I haven't had that for quite some time. And I was like, oh no, not today, Satan. You know what I mean? Like I see this promise, you know? And so anyways, it just was like, okay, I'm going to do some tapping. We are going to pray. We're going to pray out loud. We're going to talk to Jesus, you know, like, um, but, but just so absolutely incredible. Like his promises are so pure and true. And like, he just asks us to be bold and to take, take a hold of what, you know, like, Hey, this is what your power is, you know, use it. Yeah. And it's so funny you say that stuff because that's when anxiety strikes, right? When God is using you for something big and you're making Mm -hmm. strides toward it, towards it, and you're taking steps towards it, then the enemy is going to try to distract you in any way possible. And if anxiety is how he can do it, he's going to hit it hard, you know? And he is like disgusting in the way that he studies us, right? Yeah. And just like really <laughs> obsesses over us and learns all of the buttons that he can push at just the right times. Yeah. And when we can just understand that that's what it is. And like you said, like, all right, we're turning on the worship music. We're praying. <laughs> you worship, know? I was talking to you. You were like, oh my gosh, you obviously, and you, this is your strength, you know? And it was just yeah. like, it, it was, it, it's incredible. It's incredible to have relationships with people like you, um, you know, just so blessed. And hopefully I know that this whole entire message will touch so many of the people, so many of our listeners and hopefully mm-hmm. beyond oh, that. So. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for being here. Anything else? So we used to do a thing called call to action or, you know, like it's supposed to be the whole be? entire premise of our podcast, but we always forget the call to action at the end. Um, I think, I think the whole thing is a call to action, right? The whole thing. Kristen used to be, well, was so good. Okay. Well, what's your call to action? What would you have our listeners do? But if you, I mean, give us a call to action, what should everybody do? 
Yeah. I mean, I would honestly really encourage you to, to look at those three soul care items, right? Like, are, do you have silent time in your day? Do you honor the Sabbath? Are you resting on Sunday or whatever day that is for you? You know, Sunday is, is fine. Um, and are you getting enough sleep? Like, it's so important to, to be, to feel your best, to be at your best, to, so that you can do all of the things that God has called you to do, right? And when we're just running, running, running and not taking that soul care, not dealing with the stress, with the anxiety, just kind of always pushing through and not asking God to be there with us, you know, in the journey, then we're not going to achieve all that he has for us. We might achieve great things, but we won't achieve all that he has for us. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what it's all about, right? At the end of the day. That's what it's all about. Yes. Amen. I love that. Me too. Yay. That's so, so good. Okay. So how can everybody find you and um, tell, tell us what your social media is? How can they find you? I know for sure that if you had any questions for her, you could 100% yeah. reach out to her. She'd be happy to chat with you. Absolutely. Um, Yes, please get slide in my DMs. I would love it. Um, you can find me at Beth Vasquez 00 um, on Instagram. Vasquez is with two Z's. So V-A-Z-Q-U-E-Z. Um, and then you can also find in my bio, you can find the Strong Not Shaken system. So you can awesome. check it out if it's something that you want to feel stronger. You, you know, you feel like these are things you really want to work on. The system kind of gives you a checklist format to be able to do that in bite-sized chunks so that you can really have something solid to follow for yourself as well. I love that. Thank you so, so much for being here. So nice to meet you. Thank you. You too. This was awesome. I feel refreshed. I feel like God was here with us, just like pouring power into us. This was great. So thank you, ladies. Holy Spirit, activate. Activate. (laughs) Yes. With a K. With a K. (laughs) Activate with a K. All right, right. activators. Happy Happy Monday. That's a wrap on another episode of Activate. If you found value or were simply entertained, please subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcasting platform. Also, be sure to follow us on Activate Pod on Facebook and Instagram so you don't miss a thing. Thanks for your support. Today's the perfect day to activate your life. We love y'all.